forever. Dog. A timeless love and a terrible tragedy. This week on the podcast, Richie Tinkersley Q6, The House Next Door. Hello and welcome to another Teen Creeps episode, the show where we talk about why Pulp Fiction from the 80s and 90s. Uh, I am joined, well I'm Kelly Nugent, first of all, and um, I am joined by a very special guest co-host. Um, you may uh, you may know who it is because, um, guess what, you read the title. But if you didn't, writer, director, spirit of Halloween himself, Omar Najam is here. Hello. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> Very sound of music. Uh, yes. <laughs> all the children file it and please do your one song for yes. the new person. Yes. Yes. How's it going? Very good. Thank you. <laughs> How about you, youngest child? I am also good. <laughs> I am also good. <laughs> <laughs> Mother hasn't spoken to me in ages. <laughs> uh, um, we read the house next door. We did. We by, did by Richie Tankersley Cusick. This one is a little different. I have to say, if I'm uh, being honest, okay. I have to say, yes. this is yes the greatest book I've ever read. <laughs> the most pleasant reading experience i've ever had well in my entire life yes because because unlike many other richie tankersley q6 mm-hmm. no one i mean the the people that were mm, bad people mm-hmm. were supposed to be bad people and it wasn't mm-hmm. like the love interests were bad people you know exactly it wasn't like this adult man is trying to whisk away a teenage girl no this one was the most for me relatable okay i'm laughing hard because Uh i feel like once we talk about what happens in this it is very funny that this is relatable to you i'm not lying like most of this has happened to me before (laughs) both the flashback stuff and the yeah and the today stuff um (laughs) this okay let me really quickly can i read the back of the boo I would love for you to read the back of the boo, if that's okay. Okay. Haunted House. (laughs) (laughs) On a whim, Emma Donovan bets her twin brother, Charlie, that she can spend the entire night alone at the spooky abandoned house next door. The place is seriously creepy, but she's determined to overcome her fears and prove her brother wrong. Until she finds herself reliving a horrific night from the house's past and a passionate love with a handsome and strangely familiar young man. When Charlie finds her, he's sure it was all just a dream. Yet Emma has persistent paranormal experiences involving the house and the young man from the past. As her, quote, dreams intensify, Emma becomes convinced that they are very real and that she has a dreadful part to play in the supernatural reenactment of a tragic love. Accurate. Uh, Accurate to the point of spoiling (laughs) most of the book. Do you remember the trailer for GoldenEye? (laughs) Have we talked about this? No, I do not remember the trailer for GoldenEye. Um, so the film Goldeneye, the yes. James Bond, James Bond presents Goldeneye. Yes, yes. Um, by the Broccoli's. Uh, <laughs> the trailer was like, this time James Bond, James Bond is back and he faces off against his greatest foe yet. And you're like, okay. And it's like 006. And you're like, that's a huge twist. Whoa, huge. <laughs> and like crazy to tell us in the trailer. Like absolutely throws out half the movie. I feel a little bit yes. like the back of that book does kind of yes um, take take a little gas out of the tank. I okay. I'm gonna make a more modern reference. Okay, <laughs> to to the trailer more modern for, than Goldeneye. Yeah. Okay, good luck. Seems impossible, but I will prove you wrong. The movie <laughs> "Marry Me," starring Jennifer Lopez and um, the guy that's like, well, okay, who's that guy? um harry connick jr <laughs> he's like well oh uh all right um i have a broken nose <laughs> and i have um uh blonde hair and mm-hmm, i'm mm-hmm. owen wilson yeah i i actually knew um early on who it was but i was like we gotta keep <laughs> make me doing this yeah. make me do this impression um yes you didn't go for wow and i really appreciate that oh wow yeah that's right it should have been wow 
No, I forgot. Not, no, no, no. He's a full. He's a full ass man. Right, right. He can say many things. Um. So yeah, it, it, that trailer also is like they get they get married. Then it like shows like the like misunderstanding. Like it shows like the whole thing. Like the misunderstanding. How are they going to make it work? He's a teacher. She's a. Uh, superstar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's a student. <laughs> well, it does take place at the learning annex. So he's a teacher. She's a student. Still a tricky power dynamic, but you know. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Not good. Not great. Um, But yeah, it does give away too much because I, I did not read the back of the book before reading this book. Mm-hmm. And so like at every single twist and turn, I was like, what because like they're like oh by the way we twins are psychic and i was like i didn't know this was this kind of book yes because they're deeply psychic very psychic i to to come back from Mm. there's a vampire killer oh is it a vampire no and honestly these aren't really vampire killings right 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 um which for you listener was months ago which but for me was but a blink of an eye right Uh, (laughs) Was was but was but an exhale of eternity. Right, 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 right. Um, I love that right out of the gate. They're like, so there's something weird going next door, and you're like, cool. And they're like, also, we're mutants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously, they're Jean Grey up in here. They're both psychic on each other, mm-hmm. and they have, and it's like they can't control it. Like they don't. We're rather that he's like more a little more psychic than she is. Yeah. And she's he, a little bit more rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit psychic. I'm a little bit rock and roll. Um, and she, she, she's like, I have dreams that are scary. And also I'm like connected to, I guess, I guess it's not. So they think at first that she is like, and, and, and by, by saying this, I'm giving away a lot, but at first they're like, Oh, you are reincarnated yeah but she's not right like because then they're like oh it turns out that like he just needs to let go it's not that she needs to die the last chapter Mm. of this book does start with one of the people being like oh so we're wrong Uh, yeah but before we (laughs) yeah before i suppose before we get to that yes what i will say is if you're in a rush fair listener Mm. you're in a hurry um there what i will say is and you're like i just want to get a gist of this book I just want to get a gist of this book. Sure. Um, I will say, if you've seen the Buffy episode, Lover's Walk. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Wait, is it Lover's Walk? No. I only have eyes for you. I only have eyes for you. That's it. Mm-hmm. I only have eyes for you in season three. Uh, I only have eyes for you. Ep- no, season two? Is this season two? It's Angelus, so it's season two. I'm getting old in my old age. Is it? It's, this the, is- it's, it's the one that's right next to Go Fish. Where my Xander is a swimmer boy. God. Yeah, it's, it's season my two. God. It's my season two. God. I am losing it. I know. It's okay. I mean, season two and season three, they're still in high school. So you're not you're not completely wrong. I mean, you are I, wrong, but you know, you're not as wrong as you could be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you could be more wrong, you yeah. big goof. You big goof. Um, if you the Buffy episode I only advise for you mm. uh is is pretty much this yeah um, so if you want to do it in 40 minutes if you want to do it in 40 minutes um or if you want to watch it live for the full hour and you're um listening to this on april 28th 1998 yeah uh while the wb network is on yeah you have a, you go, you, go. you know what i will say actually mm-hmm. it's sort of the it is this it is the same except for she doesn't get to have like a, a lover in real life she doesn't get that well i i would push back on that who's her lover her brother yeah <laughs> Who's the lover? So real quick, before I say who the lover is, and you'll yeah. be so disappointed by my <laughs> need to interrupt you. <laughs> before we get to that, yeah. Um, what I will say is, I um, uh, the the brother is the hottest man alive. He's so hot. He's yeah. so hot, and they do have a chemistry, and they love each other very much. The brother sister. Yeah. Yeah, they do have a chemistry in that, like they're genetically related. Yeah, they will, because unfortunately, some of these books are little twins. The twins have too much chemistry, and we're like, "What's <laughs> happening here?" 
You know what I mean? And, and here, I actually really liked their chemistry. Like, I felt like they felt very, like, real. Like, the way they would give each other shit and, like, not really want to be, like, overly saccharine with each other. You know what right. I mean? Like, she would try and hug him and he'd be like, get off of me. You know what I mean? Right. As opposed to, there have been some, like, we literally read a book where, like, the twin brother was like, I skate with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the mm-hmm. sister was like, um... <laughs> <laughs> and she's like I can't ice skate with you because we have such good ice skating chemistry that my current boyfriend will be jealous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know what I mean because they're that like is... we're twins where does one end where does one begin oh, yeah it's very cat dog <laughs> <laughs> the raw sexual ke- chemistry of cat dog <laughs> <laughs> that is how I was described in high school it was a criticism yes 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 um uh did Who's you know her lover? We're really quick before okay, we get to that horribly get to that, disappointing, what, 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 what? horribly disappointing twist okay. that is not worth your time or okay. patience. Okay. Um, the character Grace Newman in the episode "I Only Have Eyes for You," yeah, written by the brilliant Marty Noxon. Yes, yes, yes. Do you know who she's played by? No, it's Meredith Salinger. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, that's hold rad. On. Hold on, looking, looking. <laughs> that's so rad. Meredith I love Salinger. when Meredith Salinger really? pops up. Yeah. She plays she plays the, 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 I, the girl yeah. in the past. Uh she's the teacher. Yeah, oh, I believe. The, or the teacher, right. Who yeah. loves the student? Who loves they uh, who falls in love with the student. Yes, that's I hesitate right. to say falls in love, but definitely has a relationship of some sort. Sure. And then says, Hey, we can't do that. And then the student says, Don't walk away from me, B word, which is yeah. really dramatic when um Sarah Michelle Geller says it. Yes, she's very good. Sarah Michelle Gellar is such a good actor. Sarah Michelle Gellar is so fantastic. Uh, yeah. At a recent buffering event, I remember uh, a writer of the of the Buffy book that just came out was talking about how it's Sarah's show. It is. And I'm it just is. like, that's a great way to look at it. That is co- that's a correct way to look at it. It's obviously an ensemble, and I don't I don't mean to take credit away from the other actors, but she's so good. Like it's, the yes. show would not have been what it is without her bringing such like oftentimes shows suffer from like main character syndrome where the main character is very boring but she brings such like undeniable voice to this character that like she helps make her who she is yeah and like assisted the writers in creating this character a hundred percent yeah 100 percent. it's the camera yeah (sighs) it is so good okay now what is this really disappointing thing that you're gonna say oh the lovers herself but Jesus as Christ. the time has passed, I've realized that <laughs> saying that someone is her own lover actually has a different meaning. <laughs> so I take it back. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so she, I mean, she does learn to love herself. That's true. She does learn to, I love the, so how do we, how are we going to approach this one? Are we going to hmm. st- stroll through linearly? Yeah, let's try strolling through linearly. Okay. Chronologically, like, unlike how time goes, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Chronologically, oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> Wait, so we say like the story of the past and then the story of the future. Interesting. That's weird. That's interesting. interesting. You could try that. That'll be a fun challenge. That's a fun challenge. Wait, why don't we do that? And then okay. people will be like, "I don't understand this book." That's okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, chronologically, yeah. There's this girl named Emma. That's her. She's in. The past. She's in <laughs> well, right now. She's in the present. She's in the present Holy because the present smokes. is the past. The pre- it's, right. What eighteen hundreds? I want to say. I believe so. I believe so. Nineteenth okay. century. Okay. She's a mean, drunk dad who's the richest man in town. Yes. He's got and, it in with the newspapers. Yes, apparently. and he controls everything and everyone. So controlling. And she falls in love with the handsome stable boy who's like yes. so nice to her, loves her so much. They love each other. And they just like want to run away together. And he Mm -hmm. is like, I need to save you from this terrible father of yours who like beats you up and shit and like locks you in your room. And this is like horrible. And like, here's what I think should happen. Okay. I I know that he's like, and I never want to say like, you should kill somebody. (laughs) But. But. He controls the whole town, right? Yeah. Except he's just a man. Kill him in his fucking sleep. If everybody hates him. If everybody in town hates him and they're just like, well, he controls everything, just yeah. kill him. I um, would add on top of that, mm-hmm. and I know this is difficult because of time travel. Yes. But I, on top of that, would say, when you do say the line from Batman v Superman, okay, 
do you bleed? Oh. Wait, See, what's the second what's the, the second part of it? Yeah, to the dad. Like when when he goes to like rid him of all that when he goes full punisher on this guy. Okay. Bat- hold on. Batman v Superman. Do you do you bleed? bleed? Do you bleed? I need the second part of the line, please. Dawn of Justice. Uh do you bleed who said it best? No, no, no. No, tell me. Do you bleed? What's the second line? What's the second part of that line? Uh do you full quote. Do you bleed full I'm just quote. seeing memes. I need to not see memes. Do you bleed Superman quote? Uh, do you bleed? No, I need the full <laughs> This shouldn't be uh, hard. Oh, do you bleed? You will. There it is. Uh, well, actually, maybe if you're... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, do you bleed? You will. Maybe you will doesn't work after that. Because um, well, I mean, you've killed him. Well, you say it right before you kill him then, maybe. Oh, you will wake bleed. him up. Wake him up. Wake him up from his sleep. From his sleep, yes. Okay, he's, he's sleeping in the middle of the he's, night. Great. And you have, I don't know, what a scythe. You have some kind of farm weapon. Oh, I thought you said a scythe, and I was like, "You're going full Electra on this dude." <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You have a scythe. No, you have a scythe. Scythe. Or like maybe some like choppers or something, you know, like the big scissors, you know, those some big chompies. scissors. Some big scissors that they use to cut giant ribbons <laughs> when they unveil a new bank or something. Yeah, those ones. You know that motherfucker has that in his house because he is connected with all the banks and he's like always doing shit like that. I think that would be that we might need to change the line. Right. Instead of, and I know that <laughs> we've abandoned, this is full commentary. Yes. This is, okay. this is speculation. Speculation no, city not, population, yeah. me and you, baby. Exactly. Population two. Not mm. enough to get a postal office, but we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, so you've got the giant ornamental scissors. Yes. <laughs> Do you bleed is a pretty good start. Right. Would it be like, it's time to cut the red tape? Uh, yeah, it's time to cut the red tape. Maybe something like, I declare this <laughs> bank officially <laughs> open. <laughs> I, I, I declare this body officially open and you cut him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just cut his belly or something it's here's the thing yeah there's like a whole thing about like if you're getting mugged yeah something you can do is just ask a question right and it freezes the other person's brain long enough that you what do you a ask chance them anything like what day is wednesday do you like the pope exactly where they're okay. like give me your money do you like the pope and like they will have to their brain will have to they're stop like, and process the question so then you can run. Um, I, sure. You know, it's not a foolproof plan, but it's. it's I don't think I would better. do it if I had a, if they had a gun. I think I would just give them my stuff. I see. Because I think they can still shoot you, can't they? If you're running. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure correct. But if they have a knife or something, maybe you could run away. You could, or maybe just attract attention from somebody. It's difficult sure. to say. I don't want to paint with a big brush. I do think that if you're waking someone up with their ornamental scissors <laughs> yes. and you do ask, you do say that. It's not even a question, but it's the bank is now open for business. Sure. Um, the bank they, is now open for business. Cut. cut. They <laughs> will <laughs> be so stunned that I think you get, I think you get the opportunity of attack. Well, yeah, because you cut them. Yeah. <laughs> They're stunned sure. because they're bleeding out. Additionally, <laughs> too, you woke them up. This is premeditated. You have the weapon. They are helpless. Yeah. Aside from yes. those four factors, yes. on top of that, the line also does stun them a little bit it more does on top stun of them. that. No, yeah, you, you've already stunned. It's, it's a little bit gilding the lily, I have to be honest, because you have already stunned them many times by <laughs> appearing in their room and waking them up, and you have comically large scissors. <laughs> right. Now, let's say that they have some immunity to one of those stuns. This okay, is a good sure. backup stun. Sure, 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 like, sure. I wake up, I'm a morning person. I wake right, up real I'm already easy. awake. I'm a Or maybe he's sleeper. like, I expected you in my room. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we looked at each other weird last night and like I just felt like you would want to talk to me. You had killer's eyes. You have killer's eyes. I knew you'd be in my room this morning. Yeah, to wake me up with the scissors. But then, but, oh, oh, so you already expect the scissors too? <laughs> so the backup is... <laughs> So you're like, I expected the scissors. I did not expect you to say the bank is now officially open for business. <laughs> I expected you to come to my room. I expected you to wake me up. I expected you to come with the scissors with the yeah. intent to kill me. Those are the four variables. Yes, 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 yes. I had no fucking idea what that bank line was about. <laughs> That's where you get them. That's where so 100%. He's so stunned and he lets himself be cut open. 
<laughs> I mean, that is victim blaming a little bit, but uh, no, that's not victim blaming. That is planning on behalf of a killer. That's a good point. It's maybe worse, right? Because it's like <laughs> instead of saying like we're blaming the victim, we're like this is how you murder somebody. Yes. Uh, no, we are definitely telling someone how to murder someone with ornamental scissors, which yeah. I do think legally kind of a, like pardons us for most cases. Right, right, right. Uh, it was simply that then you let yourself get cut. I think right, is right, the, right. the language. Right, right, right. Um, then you, okay, sure. Then you are so surprised that you yes. are cut. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. You're stunned. You're so yeah. stunned you're cut. So none of that happens in the book. No, but it should have. This is what I'm saying. It should have happened because then he's dead in his bed, cut open, officially open for business. And <laughs> and he's no longer a problem. Like literally everyone in town's happy because everyone hates him. Yeah. Like just do that. Cut him open. This for me hit very mm. close to home because mm. I played a lot of Harvest Moon growing up as an impressionable okay. child. And I every time I did my best to form a lifelong respectful and safe relationship with karen and when okay. you do that you find out that karen's father's not a great guy uh-huh um so so you have to save her you have to well you don't ha you know, it's not like have to save, but it's the opportunity to connect with someone who's got a little bit of a no that also sounds predatory how do i say this anyway mm. she's got <laughs> she the, you the, take the, someone where they're at and you uh, accept yes. them and you offer help if they need it that's exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly it. I'm here yeah. with you. I'm I'm here for you. I'm also here with you. Right. Um. But so finding out that it, it started to make me feel like maybe I was the farmhand in that Harvest Moon situation. I see. Yeah. So you related with whatever the fuck the boyfriend. Daniel. Was. Daniel. Yeah. And so she, so Daniel, he loves her so much, and he mm -hmm. didn't do. He did not open the bank for business. He instead is like oh shit, I should have like tried to take you away from here because your dad's very scary and controls everything you do. Yeah. And I love you very much. And she's like, I love you very much. And he's like, here's this ring. And she's like, oh my God, I love it. And they're like, let's run away together. But then dad is like, "Um, get away from my daughter. Oh, wait, no, we need to go chronologically, right? Yeah. So they're in love. And then uh, he's like, I'm going to take you away tonight, but I have to go. And yeah. she's like, Okay, and so she goes upstairs, and he had taken down her combs in her That's hair. That's it. And the yes. dad was like, "Where are your Where are your combs?" And she's like, "I got. I'm not feeling well. Yeah, which is why I look so weird right now. It's not that I'm like planning to run away. Yeah. Um. And she's like, and I wasn't feeling well earlier, so I took down my hair because yeah. it was hurting my head. And he which was like, "You also relate to because earlier today, er, just earlier today, yes. not but not but 17 minutes ago. I know you and I were talking, and you were like." Why does my head hurt? Oh, I'm wearing a hat. That's what I said. I was wearing a hat underneath my headphones. And then I went, my head hurts. And I realized I was doing that to myself. So I took my head off. It's currently on yeah. the ground. So you related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's like, we got to get out of here. And the, essentially the dad goes on a tear. Mr. Farmhouse? Is that his name? Uh, I'm going to bet you maybe $1 million that his name is not Mr. Farmhouse. <laughs> 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 I am... Very certain that his name is not Mr. Farmhouse. <laughs> I just feel like there's just Please. no way. Mr. Farmhouse is his father. Um, <laughs> what is his name? It's not Farmhouse. If it I'm, is, I will freak out. I uh, guarantee you I'll freak out. I hope you're ready. I hope you've got some. I hope you've got a chilling. I hope you've got a lavender tea near you because you're going to need the calming effects of that herb. Are you serious? His name is Mr. Farmhouse? Well, I don't know yet. Oh. For sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Charlie's mess. Charlie, the hottest boy in town. Charlie is so hot. Uh, we we can't do that. We that we skipping ahead. Charlie's the hottest boy. Here we go. Um, this is really looking for like. Imagine if a haystack had a bunch of needles. It still would be difficult because the father's name is n mentioned a couple times in this book. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm scrolling to the place where there's the library because that's the part which will tell us. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Library. A photograph of the Farmington house. Farmington. Farmington. His whole name is not Farmhouse. <laughs> Farmington house. <laughs> the house belonging to the Farmingtons. Don't talk like this is, you just said that with such like, and what do you think of that attitude? When it is not Farmington house. Don't try and like revisionist history it. Oh, well, what do you know? A photo of the Farmington house. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is it is the most horrible feeling having a victory and then letting it slip through your hands yeah. like wet sand. Mm-hmm. Like with the wettest, like 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 mud. <laughs> it's like mud. <laughs> like mud between my fingers. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, sorry that you're wrong, <laughs> but I don't owe you a million dollars and I don't need to drink lavender tea. Uh, I'm glad. Okay. Um, if you do want any, let me know. Okay. I do like <laughs> lavender. I do. I do. I do. Lavender is very good. Oh, get me a lavender latte. I'm a happy girl. Um, we're on it. Let me talk to my assistant. Um, farmhouse, can you get mm-hmm. a lavender latte? Thank you. <laughs> the attitude next time. Thank you. All right. My assistant's on it. Okay, great. Um, so Farmington mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is just like, I would rather destroy everything than, than lose you, my daughter. Right. And sets the f- like place on fire. Yes. And, um, and this is going to be a bit of a spoiler, but we're doing it chronologically, so here it is. Yeah. So, and this, I, was, I felt very sad at this part. I was also very sad at this part. It was... Yeah, it was it was it was just like very I, I felt like this story really was like very heartbreaking. Yeah. Um so we think so 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 basically the dad sets it on fire, he leaves. He's mm-hmm. like, I've done what I got have to do. I've, yeah. I'm gonna kill my daughter and her lover because I'm evil. Yeah. And so he does he he leaves and um oh also he like pitchforks Daniel in the chest. Yeah. And at first we think it appears that maybe she gets out and he dies. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. No. He is able to survive his injuries and he's trying to break them out of this burning farm mm-hmm. or barn, I mean, and she suffocates and then burns to death. Mm-hmm. And he is lost without her. Like he's like, I, like he's so in love. You know, it's like the love of his life. Yeah. And she's taken from him and they they were so close to escaping. And so then he gets really mad and kills the dad as he should. But you know mm-hmm. what? Should have opened that bank for business is what I'm if saying. If you're going to do it anyway, you, you should have just opened that bank. Yeah. Kills the dad. And then does he just, does he die shortly after or does he I, live the rest of his life? No, I believe he dies shortly after. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is tough. And then many different things happen over the years. Yeah, so then the town continues on. There's this story of the of the farmhouse estate and um Oh, also, by the way, it's not the farmhouse estate, it's the Farmington estate. Right. Um the uh the uh the girl that like that lit that worked at the house, I think she was like a like um uh what's it called? Like a uh I don't want to say nanny, but she was like a house cleaner person that lived there. Yeah. Betty. That's it. Yes. Betty. Yeah. Betty uh, lived there and would like help the lovers like communicate. She would like hide things in trees for them to find each other. And she happened to be out of town the day that the the barn burned down. Otherwise, mm-hmm. she probably would have been able to help. Yeah. Um, and so she feels really guilty about the whole thing and really sad. And then she passes on this like journal, I guess. Yeah. Her account her account of the story uh, through her children to these like two spinster sisters who live in the town. Yeah. Real like, like a characters. Oh, very. I was so picturing them as like being in Coraline. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so now the stage is set for the present day, right? I think so. Cause like miscellaneous things happen in between, but that's not on page. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so smash cut to mm. um, Emma waking up, and you might yes. be like, "That seems that's a familiar name." Correct. Correct. Emma is a twin with Charlie. Is a twin with Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, and uh, uh, also uh, Emma has a friend Val, mm-hmm. um, who's been to Europe seventeen times. I think is that yes. like fourteen times or seventeen times. Very wealthy. Very wealthy. Very well to do. Um, uh, and I'll Emma is on- not. Emma and, uh, not. and Charlie, Charlie are, are not. not. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I got real invested in Val's character at the get go. I liked Val. Um, I liked Val immediately. You don't have to. Re- you don't have to hold on to a lot with Val, but Val's solid. Just a solid mm-hmm. other character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Charlie is the most dashing man about town. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone thinks he's hot. 
everyone thinks he's hot, including the old spin. We'll get to that later, but oh the my old God, Leica ladies yeah. uh, also think he's hot. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, uh, he's talking about there's like, you know, some events coming up and stuff. And he's like, ooh, who do I want to court? Mm-hmm. Who do I want to go out? Some with? dance or something. Yeah. Um, and prom. It might be prom. It might be prom. Yeah, I think it's prom. Um, and so they make a bet. Oh, that's be- right. Because yeah. because mm-hmm. since they're twins, they can read each other's minds. All right. And she mentions like, oh, Val has a crush on you. And she consents that he's very pleased about it. Yes. And she's like, oh, so he like has a secret crush on Val. Mm-hmm. And then later when she goes into his room, she comes across a like little photograph of Val mm-hmm. and she's like, what's this doing in here? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like you put that in my room. And she's like, okay, no, I didn't like you have a crush on Val. And he's like, uh, no, I don't. I, that's crazy. She's your best friend. Like, ew, I would never want to date your best friend. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. You're being ridiculous. And she's like, okay, okay. But whatever. I know that you actually secretly really want to go out with Val. Yeah. And Val has so such a crush on him. Yeah. And she knows that. So she's like, let's, so they set up a situation to address this, which is a bet mm-hmm. where there's, cause there's a house next door. Yeah. That is, everyone's like, this is the scariest house ever. Yes. And they stare into it a lot. Yes. They're like, this is so interesting. And then Val says like, oh my gosh, I see someone in the window. Mm-hmm. And then, Emma looks and she sees something too. She sees like mm-hmm. a male figure and she gets really scared and she feels yeah. like very connected. Yeah. She's like, hey, someone was looking at us and Charlie was like, I tricked you. And they're like, it wasn't you though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Val's like, what a joke. We tricked you. And she's like, but it wasn't either of you guys. Yeah. And um, so then, oh, so she like finds out that he, that, that, that Val and Charlie have crushes on each other. Yeah. And she's like, Oh man, um, it would be great if they went out together. And he's like, "Fine, I'll ask her out if you spend can spend night. the night in that scariest house ever." Yeah, and and now now the stage is set. I know that earlier we said the stage was set, but we were still getting ready. You like, came a little earlier rehearsal. than we thought. That was a dress rehearsal, actually. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now now the stage is set. So Emma's like, "Fine, I'll go do it," and she goes over to the house next door. The titular house. Right. Oh, also, like, by the way, she's having a panic attack about doing it all week. She really doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And Charlie is like, okay, actually, like, don't do it. Like, it's fine. Please don't stay at the house. Like, I. You're having a straight up panic. Yeah, you're you're panicking nonstop. It's totally fine. Like, you proved your point. You don't have to do it. And she's like, yeah. I have to. And then. So, yeah. So then we cut to she's she's going over to the house. She goes to the house. Charlie's like comes with her and he's like, don't do it. And she's like, I have to. I have to. Um, I have to make this happen. Which at um, first I thought she was just being stubborn, but I think maybe she was like being compelled to do so because of the like, house. because of Daniel. Yeah, because I of the spirit. I think so as spirit. well. I think so too. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a feeling I got. Let me, before we get into the house, let me ask you this question. Yes. If you had a twin. No. Nah. And I know you would never, but if you had a twin, would you want to be psychic? With the twin? Yeah. Ah, this is a tough one because mm-hmm. I mean I would like to be able to communicate, you know, t- like without speaking. That'd be mm-hmm. great. I would not like to be able to not control my thoughts. Ooh, to have thoughts appear in your head. Yes, and for me to have like my thoughts only be mine. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. I don't want someone hearing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. But it does help them in ways of escaping danger. That's very true. It's very useful. Mm-hmm. Would you want that? I would want a little like beep, 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 beep. Sure. Message coming through. I don't want just someone's whatever thoughts pop into my head. Okay. So like a messaging service. A little messaging service would be great. Maybe like a text. I think a text would be- So you could choose to read it or not. Exactly. An alert comes up and I'm like, "Uh, actually, I do want to read this, but I will check it later. And then my undiagnosed ADHD kicks in. Yes. And then you don't remember. Yeah. And it's gone forever. And then a month later, you're like, oh, I see now that you were trapped at that scary house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'm so sorry. I'm only just seeing this. Yeah. Um, are you still been crazy? Um, yeah. Okay. I'm. That's a really good compromise. I didn't know that we could do that. 
Um, in, in that case, I would like that too. I would, and I would like the ability to also like be like, I don't want to share these thoughts with my twin right now. You can have um, privacy moments because they these twins are not able to. They've worked at it, but it everything gets so wonky because of mm-hmm. the like ghost of Daniel yeah. that like it they're not able to control it anymore. And so her we, dreams, yeah. he experiences her dreams. We do have a new we do have a new player at the table. Daniel the ghost. Yeah, Daniel the ghost. Yeah. So that's something to think about, isn't it? It is. <laughs> um, so yeah, would you want? Here's my question to you: through a psychic calling, would you? Yeah, would you want to have a a psychic connection with your twin? But then now there's a ghost named Daniel, who's messing things up. You don't get to have your texting anymore. You don't get to have your call waiting. Because then it's it's me and my twin playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, and we're like, here's we're planning how to get around this NPC sure. psychically, even though we don't really need to do that. But whatever, it's a flex. And then suddenly I get like a ghost boy that's like, I didn't know boiling water got rid of germs. Yes. Yes. Because I'm from the 19th century. From the 19th century. Washing your hands. Ew. I don't. We didn't do that. Yeah. We would pet a horse and we would eat. Yes. (laughs) Right afterwards. Right afterwards. And here's the other thing. He's Mm -hmm. desperately in love with you and it's fucking up your ability to tell reality from dreams. Right. Because that's the other problem. And on top of it, uh, he doesn't really understand your connection with your twin. And so he sees it as a threat and tries to kill your twin all the time. He does constantly try to kill my twin. So it's a combination of this dude's murderous and also has outdated ideas. Yes. But he loves you. you. He loves me. Very, very much. Kill my twin. Yeah. That's fine. To me, that's boundaries. (laughs) Is it? So you, I guess, I guess what we're saying here is that you never put down the boundary of don't kill my twin. I, what I'm, um, hmm, I see. But that's the, you know what? The thing is, though, new relationships, it's all about learning what people's boundaries are and then respecting it. Sometimes you make a mistake, you don't know. So maybe he didn't know you didn't want him to kill his twin, your twin. Exactly. I do think that that's kind of where I'm landing. Okay. Um, And I do, I do wonder at what point this is my responsibility still. Is that bad to say? Well, he is pretty much your responsibility, everything. Because he is a ghost that only communicates to you, really. Right. But my twin is getting some communications. I guess, like, through you. Yeah, through me, sure. Yeah, but, but he like, is getting some. Yeah. Like, if I got someone concert tickets, yeah, I'm not responsible for introducing them to the band. <laughs> Do you know what that's I mean? Right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's um, right. Or, I mean, that's, yes. Okay, so, wh- uh, so you're saying the concert <laughs> ticket is communications to ghost Daniel through <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Through your dreams. And meeting the band is not getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see you in an argument with your twin about, because your twin's pissed, right? (laughs) My twin is having a bad time. Because your twin is like this ghost boy that you've brought into our lives that also that you refuse, that you, A, you keep wearing the ring. There is a ring involved. You keep wearing it. Yeah. And that's like tying you to him a little bit more. Right. And like, that shouldn't like you know and your twin definitely knows that you should not be wearing this ring because it's causing the ghost to be more agitated right but you keep doing it because you love the feeling of being loved i do i well but i get it i get why you're doing that because it is an intoxicating feeling dating is tough sure um and the promise of a 19th century ghost yes very handsome very handsome ghost while the bar is low I will say, we do know he didn't vote for Trump. Right, he didn't. It's literally impossible. Yeah. Can my twin make the same promise about their partners? Mm. Well, they're high schoolers, so yes. Yes, because they also (laughs) legally cannot vote. Yeah. Okay, so that actually brings us back to zero. Yeah. (sighs) So she spends a night in the house... Yes, and but the way, well, the way she does, though, is mm-hmm. she's running, 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 falls through the floor into the basement, bonks her head, wakes up. She's in the 1900s, 1800s. Yes. But we already went over what happens there. So she experiences the burning house. Yes. It is a little bit of an outlander situation. Yes, she is. She is. She touched those stones. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she's there. Yeah. Um. I thought that this part of the book was 
impressively romantic. Very much so. Um, I was swept away personally. Yes, I thought it was really lovely. Um, her waking up, and also this situation could have been one where it's like we're lovers. You don't realize and she's like, no, I don't. And he's like, too bad. I will love you for forever. Kind of a Hawkman thing. Yeah. Instead, she's like, oh my, yeah, I am absolutely in love with you. You're the love of my life. What's going on there? Yeah, and I loved the moment too where she. I liked this moment where she she wakes up. Mm-hmm. She sees this guy. She feels mm-hmm. indescribable chemistry with him. Yeah. And he's like, are you okay? And he's like feeling to see if she like broke anything. And she looks down and she's wearing like petticoats and skirts. And she's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But also that question starts to fade while she fully becomes this girl from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And then she is that girl and doesn't remember being the girl from the 90s. Yes. And then so she's like fully living this 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 part of this girl's life. And but she doesn't realize that she dies. She thinks that maybe he dies in the flames. Yes. Yeah. Because that's how the the sort of interaction kind of ends. She suddenly abruptly wakes up mm-hmm. and is like, wow, I was here. Oh, my God. Goes home. And Charlie's like, I had the weirdest dream about you. Well, right. No. So she she starts to leave. And Charlie's there outside in his pajamas. That's right. And he's so cold. And he's because it's the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I had really weird dreams about you that you were in danger, that you were dying in a fire. And she's like, oh, man, the psychic connection's happening. And she keeps accidentally referring to what she talks about. She's like, I had this dream where this guy, Daniel, loved this girl. But she keeps accidentally saying me and like I and stuff. And Charlie's like, this is kind of weird. And. Emma and he and she's like, yeah, I know, but like, I'm gonna keep wearing this ring. Yeah, I I woke up with a ring on my finger, which makes this not really a dream, right? It's definitely not a dream because you are wearing a ring of a dead woman yeah. from your flashback. <laughs> yeah, and so that kind of just like she keeps getting like visions and being visited by Daniel and hearing him calling out to her, mm-hmm. and it's her specifically. You know what I liked about this book. Okay. Is that we didn't waste any time at school or in class. I did not care. We about don't need that. it. We don't need it. We don't need it. It would be it's, like, and then another school day was over, and I'd be like, great. I'm listening, and I don't mean to throw another book under uh, Go the ahead. bus. First, last, put them on blast. Um, but I'm listening to the novelization, the audiobook reading of the novelization of the film Halloween. Okay. Not the classic 70s film, but the Halloween Halloween. Um, like, when did Halloween come out? Uh, 78, I want to say. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. The movie Halloween. 1978. Really? I was right. 1978. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Go Callie. Um, Go Callie. There was a moment in the book where they go to a restaurant and they're eating food. And then um, the author says, and then the waiter Enzo comes up and starts to refill their water. And I was like, why do I know the, why do I know the waiter's name? Yeah. And why do we care? This is like. Their water's being filled. The whole thing with directing is you put a spotlight on something, you go, pay attention to this. I'm sitting in expectation yeah. and I'm going to pay off on that later. Yeah. I was like, why do I got to pay attention to Enzo now? Yeah, All that's these the names. Thing. That's this the is like thing. goddamn Tolkien. Yes. So oh my God, very purple. I <laughs> don't want to spend time in school and then being like, here's, let's go through all the stuff and here's right. the great That's not going to matter. No. Right. Stick to the facts. Yes. The facts are these. Right. Emma woke the up in the these. house having had a dream, but she has a ring. Yes. And now she keeps getting visited by Daniel. And every moment it's so intoxicating to her because she feels this true love between this girl and this guy. Like she knows that it is real love. Yes. And so she, and this is something that she never thought she'd feel. Never. So that too, I'm like, I get why she wants to keep feeling that because like what a feeling to be, to, to feel this like established love Without, yeah. you know what I mean? It is uh, to to have that cooked yeah. in already. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so she is just like, what's going on? And I love that she's not like, I just want to chase the high. No. She's like, I need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Um, As Dr. Strange would say, let's Scooby-Doo this crap. Is that what he says? I think he said a more c- cursy word in the movie. Ah. But in the trailer, they changed it. Let's Scooby do this shit is what he says, maybe. I think so. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know he said that. 
The idea of Doctor Strange being cool with kids now is very funny because at no point has he ever been friendly to anyone. <laughs> yeah, no, never. Um, but, you know, do what you do. Sure. Um, so uh, she goes to a library. Yeah. And she goes, hey, do you have a, a book on um, this house next to me? The Farmingtons. <laughs> and the library. Well, first she says the farmhouse and they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who? <laughs> she's you know the farmhouse i bet a billion dollars yeah that that's what it's called uh and they're like that's not at all what it is and she's like do you have the house do you have a book about the house next to me and the librarian goes we definitely have a book about that house yes for some reason um and comes back and there are pictures of the folks who used to live at that house from forever ago mm-hmm. and she's and, like damn i recognize these people from that mem from that mem Yep. From that memory. Memory. And she, yeah, it's very cats. <laughs> and she is like, oh my gosh. And then Charlie sees it. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, yo, that person looks so much like you. Yeah. Um, and it's the girl Emma from the past. It's the girl Emma from the past. And she's like, okay, now I need to go talk to those like old biddies, <laughs> those sisters. Because they probably know, like, they know everything that goes on in this town. So they probably know, like, the drama. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it turns out they do because they are, like we said before, the descendants of Betty. 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 So they go to uh, Betty O'Rourke's house. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they talk, and then she talks with the sisters. And the sisters are like, yes, yeah, so here's our hypothesis. Hypothesis. You're reincarnated, Emma. And she's like, okay, I'm with you. Yeah. She's like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you're reincarnated Emma and uh, Daniel's reaching out to you and you two need to be reunited. And she's like, okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. She's like, that sounds pretty great. And they're like, but the thing is this time, in order for you to both be together, you have to finish the situation. You have to which die. Means you have to die. Well, this is what they think because they think that he died and that she survived and that yeah. what he's looking for is for her to die and join him. So yeah. they're like, for this to stop, like you need to die. And she's like, mm, I'm going to get a second opinion. <laughs> so she, she's like, okay, I'll, like I'll think about that. But like also maybe instead me and Val and Charlie are going to do a seance. Exactly. And I liked how quickly I liked too that Val believed her. Mm-hmm. And was like, sure, I'll help you do this seance. And Charlie believed her and was like, sure, I'll help you do this seance. Like, the, it was, I mean, they were keeping what the sisters said about how she has to die away from Charlie. But I did like that there was no time wasted in them being like, you're crazy, you know. Of like, uh, I guess we'll put up with your zany behavior. Right. Or even like gaslight her or whatever. Or like something mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, you sound so insane. Like, I don't believe you. But they were just like, okay, let's like do the seance. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do this because that it, it's what you're asking it's yes. what you're requesting even if they don't fully believe the whole thing they're like i want to be there with you so you're like safe so they go in and um she's like and and emma's like oh no i feel this really bad feeling like maybe we shouldn't do this yeah and everyone's like well, we're already here and like charlie went up ahead so like let's just go do it mm-hmm. but then she gets possessed yeah by daniel yeah, Daniel kind of hops in. And he's like, I have to kill these people that are with you, specifically Charlie, because I don't understand the situation. And we haven't set that boundary yet that I can't kill your twin. Yeah, we haven't set that boundary yet. I haven't had that conversation with Charlie yet um, about whether or not I should do that. <laughs> right, right. So then um, it all kind of falls apart a little bit. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of Empire Strikes Back situation where our heroes are split up. Mm-hmm. Um, they all, Emma's kind of left on her own a little bit. Yes. Because um, because uh, Daniel kind of goes on a little bit of a rampage. <laughs> yeah, he does. He kind of gets a little mad and he like starts strangling uh, Charlie and breaks his arm. Yeah. Uh, so Charlie's out of the picture. Charlie has to now. go to the hospital. Yeah, Charlie's to go to the hospital. And Val's kind of like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, we need some answers. Um, Val's windshield gets shattered. Scary. Which is very scary. And then the sort of real big tear that happens, uh, the band falling apart, is Emma reveals to Valerie that the only reason mm. that Charlie asked her out was because they did the bet. Yeah. And even though we know that they like each other anyway, 
it still is very hurtful. And uh, honestly, like I get why Val's embarrassed. Like she's like, wow, that's so mortifying. I'm so embarrassed. I cannot believe this. And she's like, I have to go. I'm like, I can't even talk to you right now. This is so embarrassing. If for you, yeah, you found out that it was a bet and you went to a school dance and then someone's like, well, you know that this was just part of a bet. Would you feel bad or would you think, oh, this is the low point in the film? Oh, well. No? (laughs) Okay. So I'm now seeing that perhaps you have like a main character syndrome thing and I don't because I would not think that. (laughs) I would think I'm very embarrassed. Very embarrassed. Very embarrassed. You would think I'm in a movie. I wouldn't think I'm in a movie per se, but I'm looking to find (laughs) meaning out of this traumatizing. (laughs) Sure. You're trying to move forward. I'm trying to move forward. Yeah. I get Um, that. Yeah. So I'm just like, great. What's next? Like I'm taking these pieces. Yes. uh, I'm controlling what I can control. What can I do? Right. And so I would then be like, who's the person that I've been who's been in front of me the whole time, but I haven't realized. Right, right, right. It's the person the hottie. that asked you on a bet. That's what that, per- it's that person. It's the bet person? I think. That's my only option? Well, what, the ghost, Daniel? Oh, I see what you mean. In, if I was living in this situation. Yeah, if, if you were I was in Val? this situation, if you were Val, your only other, you have no other option. It's just the guy who asked you on a bet. What I would say is if I was Val, if I'm being, sure. if, if I'm putting myself in her shoes sure. and I find out that the only reason I was asked out was because of a bet, I would be shocked. Yes. Because it's not, a, it's not good in a story to have main character syndrome. No. And I would know that and I would respect that. So I wouldn't have. <laughs> so you'd make the choice to not be like, this is a movie because you want to be playing to the movie. You can't be aware. Right, right, right. right. You okay. can't be aware. Okay, okay. Your character can be aware that they're in a story, I suppose, but your actor shouldn't be. No, no, no. Right, 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 right. Okay. Uh, your hmm, character can turn That's to camera. Weird. The actor can't turn to camera. Okay. Um, sure. Because, yeah, that ruins the illusion. Okay. The character doesn't turn to a camera. The character turns to either another character, maybe a fourth wall. Right. The char- but the actor, the actor never turns to camera. Right, okay. But, um, no, what I would do is I'd be like, <laughs> oh, the- <laughs> There's um, immortality is possible is what I would take away from that. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I'm sorry. Can you say that one one more time? Sure. I would realize that immortality is possible. See, I just, um, here's my. (laughs) Do you need another take? Uh uh, I just don't really understand how you get to that. (laughs) I think it's the problem. I did hear you. I just was making sure. (laughs) So. How did we get there? Just like, Uh, explain it to me as if I'm someone who doesn't understand what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) So imagine, okay, I'm going to, let's, let's go ahead and let's, let's role play this out. Okay. You are Val. Okay, sure. And I go, hey, um, can you help me? I'm communicating with a ghost. Sure. Okay. Yes, I'm happy to. Possess bodies and is, um, has stuck around since the 19th century. Okay. I think I knew what you were saying. So you're saying that in the moment that you discover... Mm-hmm. Me, Val, I discover yeah. that I was asked out on a dare. Yeah. I'm going to choose instead mm-hmm. to focus on the fact that if I die, I could possess somebody or speak to them from beyond the grave. Yes. I think it becomes, and I understand that when you're a teenager, feelings are different. I understand. Sure. That. Um, things you know certain things are important and i'm now a man in my uh i'm I'm in the twilight years of my life i'm in my mid-30s so <laughs> I, I i understand i'm on my way out and yeah. i'm kind of singularly focused on leaving some sort of legacy sure or fighting death okay stopping it in its tracks yes. conquering it yes um and becoming a god and i understand that that's just sort of a thing it's either yes. that or learning to homebrew beer right 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 and so i am kind of doing the former and so my mind would be like how can i make this my domain mm. what are the plainer qualities of life and death okay and so it's like hey you're asked out on a dare i'd be like okay great 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 how do i get superpowers from this right right here's the other thing right Mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. hey you were asked out on a dare which i'm revealing to you because we just did a seance to talk to the ghost Mm -hmm. of the guy that i'm in love with and we just had a really lovely conversation too about how each of us is actually secretly jealous of the other because we admire each other so much how cute yeah that's very cute but yeah so it's like the circumstances are such that Mm -hmm. you've learned about the dare I think you would not have learned about the dare had there not been the ghost proving immortality. 
I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have to. So I have to choose between living in bliss. Yeah. Thinking life is a has a finite end. Yeah. And my date was real. Yeah. Or finding out the truth in that the date was a bet and also death can be conquered. I honestly think the second one is better. I think the second one is better. Yeah. I know it hurts in the short run. Yeah, but. But you never die. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, but I do understand where Val's coming from. (laughs) Sure. And she's a teenager, like we said. Yeah. She's not an elder like we are. She's not an elder like we are. She's not an ent. Uh, no, no, no. She, so she, yeah. yeah. So she's like, I'm so embarrassed. I'd rather die. I'm going to leave. Right. I can't talk to you right now. Right. And I'm like, I'm uh, empowered. I'll mm. never die. Right. So we are on opposite sides. Right. The spectrum there. But I think both of you would have ended up at Emma's side when it came to it because you would have come back. 100%. So then she's like, so she's left by Charlie's in the hospital and say, uh, Val mm-hmm. is um, upset. Yeah. So Val's like, I'm going to drive off. Right. And leaves. And Emma's like, I have to finish this. Right. She's like, I don't have time. And she's like, you know what? Shit. I think I get it. She's like, it doesn't make sense that he would want me to die by his side because the love is too true. Yes. And it turns out that he just wants to be reunited with her. Yeah. Um, and let me see if actually I can pull up because I remember really liking this part too um, at the end. Oh, wait, was I reading this on? Oh, I was reading this on um, Open Library. Okay. So she has to relive the, the end of uh, past Emma's life. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to cross the threshold, right? Yes. I'm going to cross over and go into his world. Because she like right. has done that with like every so often with the flashbacks. But she's like, I'm going to consciously step into this. I don't know if I'll come back. Right. And he, so they, so he, she relives the last moments of her life with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's trying to get her to survive basically. Yeah. And she's like, it's no use, Daniel. So she, And she could see him now, too, as from a long way off, just as she could see herself, clutched tightly in the safety of his arms, pressed hard against the beating of his heart, shielded too late from the flames. It's no use, Daniel. She murmured, we can't change what happened. And he's like, don't say that. I won't lose you again. And she's like, we can't change the past. We can't do over what's already been done. And he's just so sad. He's like, oh, Emma, forgive me, forgive me. Because he feels so bad that she died. But mm-hmm. it's like, and that's the thing where she's like, oh, my God, she has like a, because he's just looking for forgiveness. Yeah. And Emma reached up gently for his face, but her hand seemed to pass right through him, through his skin, blackened with smoke, through his eyes, glimmering with tears. And as Daniel pressed his lips against hers, the fire didn't matter anymore, nor the pain, nor the life that was sadly ending. In Mm -hmm. the midst of tragedy, there was only love. And she says, and she realizes it, and she's like, oh, Daniel, there's nothing to forgive. It wasn't your fault. Um, And she's like, you have to forgive yourself. Um, And he's like, how can I? Because of me, you died. And she says, because of you, I lived. You gave me hope. You gave me the only happiness I ever knew. You gave me everything because you loved me so much. And, um, oh, wait, but then he's like, oh, right, 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 right. So then he's, uh, she's like, promise me. And he's like, only don't leave me. Please don't leave me alone. And she's like, I'll never leave you. I swear it, not now, not for all eternity. And then she thinks that she's going to stay with him forever. And then she wakes up because he let her go. Yes. Um, and then the house is on fire. The house is actually on fire. And uh, how, we don't really know, actually. Like ghost ghost fire? Yeah, I think ghosts. Ghost magic? You know, yeah. if you've ever played Sea of Thieves, you know that ghosts can be pretty destructive. Oh, I never played that game. You've never played Sea of Thieves? No, I have <gasps> it, but I never really played it. People oh were really God. into it for a while, though. Yeah, I'm still into it. I heard it's fun. I heard it's it's fun. We should play sometime. I'd play the ghosts do do damage. Okay. Yeah. So in this, I mean, this ghost does damage by burning down a house. Right. Um. So he he basically learns to forgive himself and he moves on. And um, he, I guess, is reunited with the real Emma or something. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to live the rest of her life. And sh- and and at the very end, um, her brother, she's like, well, I really. Let me just pull up the end end because I also liked that part. Um, so 
Uh, oh, also, by the way, the 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 Leica sisters have a crush on Charlie. Yeah, because he's hot. He's a stud. They keep saying he's a stud. Yeah, they keep calling him a stud. Which, um, if you use a word over and over, it means that you're really attached to that word. And yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, but they both realize that they each feel responsible for the other getting hurt, mm-hmm. and um she stood by his bed and said she was sorry and he was asleep, but he heard her through the, through their psychicness. Um, and that's when Val and him went to go try and save her, but they didn't have to because she was released. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she's like, hold on, I'm trying to find the part where she's like, Oh, this part. So she goes, so he says, do you miss him? And she's like, miss who? And he says, you know who, and you have to talk about it sometime. And she's like, I miss the way he loved me. I miss, I miss the way I was special to him, which like is so, I don't know. Like that's so sad for her because it's not her love. It's another person's love. Yeah. But that feeling is still really beautiful. And then he says, but, and then she goes, but I know Daniel's at peace now. I know he's with Emma and I know I had something to do with making him so happy. And then he says, you make a lot of people happy, Em. And she goes, I do. And he goes, well, not me, but yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> and then he's like, don't worry, it'll happen. And she's like, what will you moving far, far away? And he goes, you'll end up with some really, really great guy. Um, and he's like, maybe even almost as great as I am, you know, someone you'll adore and worship like Val does me. And she's like, oh, Jesus. And then she says, not in this lifetime. And then that's the end. But I thought that was like a really cute ending. I think it's a great ending. I I know that like, we often love to just sit and dwell in the goofs and the jokes. Yeah. Uh, this one, for me, while I was reading it, I was like, I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah. There's nothing I want to mock. I actually really respect the choices these characters make. Me too. They all felt like real choices people would make. There was uh, uh, a not agency just in terms of what the author's allowing these characters to do. They they want. Yeah. These characters want. Um, also, when we have to do the Empire Strikes Back, everyone splits up. Mm-hmm. I under like Val being like I need some space. Yeah, I was like I get this, and I love that. Also, that Emma was like I'm gonna even though it's under dangerous circumstances, I'm gonna give you that space. Yeah, and I like too that Emma was like shit, but I need to figure this shit out because like it can't keep going like this. And she was very brave by the end of it because mm-hmm. she was kind of scaredy a scaredy cat at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So there mm-hmm. was like an arc for her as well where she was like I just need to like do this brave thing of a going to deal with this, but then also b doing something that I know will end up in me not being able to have this love that I know is not mine. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I liked it. And I liked that the brother was like, I don't know. I liked their relationship at the end, how they were kind of like, ah, shut up. But then it was like, yeah. but I do love you. You know, it's, um, it's nice to end one of these books um, on love that isn't, unhealthy romantic yeah it was like just very sweet it is there's nothing sort of being fulfilled there's no like oh i'm a scared kid so i want to be associated with like an adult person or whatever or yeah this this person's violent but not as violent as the other person it wasn't i i felt like i the conclusion of this i felt when like good art i feel like it's difficult for you like is this movie good is this movie bad but when you walk away from something and you feel different yeah, from having experienced it, and with this, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like some something in the back of my brain got untangled a little bit. Yeah, by this book. Well, and the um the romantic relationship between Val and Charlie was very cute too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it was just like we've had crushes on each other for a really long time, and 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 they seemed to have chemistry too. Like they seemed yeah. to actually really do like each other, and it was kind of it was cute. I wanted them to end up together. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, gee, she's going to end up with this fucking guy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, fe- it feels like this book was not written by the same person who wrote that other one where the girl ends up with all the predators. No, the vampire deaths. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> vampire. Yeah. It definitely, it definitely feels, uh, this was a great, uh, this was a great one to get to after that. I was like, yeah. this was very healing. Yes. Um, so um, I would say read this one. I really liked it. Read this one. It's also like, I think it's like on top of that, I think it's really well written. Yeah, like, it was really beautiful. Very good. But yeah, it's like there's some stuff in there where I was like, I, I got really swept away in those flashback romantic sequences. Me too. I loved them. Um, 
Yeah, it was really great. Well, thank you so much for talking with me about this, Omar. Thank you for having me. Uh, what what a book! Yeah, what a, what a book! Definitely read it. Do you have anything that you would like to plug, Omar? Ooh, what a great question! Well, I'll tell you what. If you want to watch some uh, fun D and D stuff that also has to do with uh, with with pairings and navigating <laughs> difficult situations and such, uh, check out Dimension Twenties: A Court of Fane Flowers, uh, where I play Prince and Hera. I believe by the time this comes out, the show will have just wrapped. So oh my gosh. you can watch all of it. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, binge yeah, yeah. it. You can binge it. You don't have to wait for all the secrets to come out. Um, everyone involved in that show uh, are the most talented people. Friend uh, of the show, Oscar Montoya is on that show. Oscar Montoya is incredible. He is absolutely Absolute angel. brilliant. Complete, uh, yeah. lovely individual. So funny, so smart. Every single choice that Oscar makes leveled us out. It was just unbelievable. Beautiful. Um, so I highly, highly, highly recommend checking that out. Um, and also, if you uh, are interested in scary stuff, uh, check out 13days13shorts.com. It is a festival that I run once a year uh, that where we count down to Halloween with art. It's free. It's open to everybody. It's just a fun thing that people can do. There's no catch. There's no twist. Uh, the 13 days leading up to Halloween each get a theme and people make stuff inspired by those themes. So that is currently kicking off, I suppose. Um, and uh, and check that out. And if you want to participate, uh, visit the website and see how to do that. I will be participating. I cannot wait. I love that you do this festival. It's so fun. And it's so, it's such a lovely excuse to like just make cool stuff and like, it, and, 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 and like challenge yourself too. It's It's really cool. Thank you. I love everything you do for 13 Days, 13 Shorts. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. Check out all the stuff that Omar does. Truly, like, you are, ooh, super loud trash cans outside. Love it. Um, <laughs> you are such a blessing to have on the show. I always love having you on. Um, so thank you so much for, for joining. Um, a, a special shout out to our uh, Patreon listeners, patreon.com slash teencreeps. Uh, we have a lot of really cool stuff on there for you if you want to check that out. Um, and a personalized shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Halwitz, Amanda Kay, Amanda Nengel, Amy T, Caitlin L, Carrie Ham, Christina Descaro, Courtney McPhail, Danielle LaMana, Danny B, Drew Oranis, Ellie Lagos, Elisa R, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gabrielle T, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow, Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N, Coy, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bessert, Rashad B, Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P, Sylvie T, Victoria Beck, and Victoria Gray. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, leave a review for the show if you, uh, if you feel so inclined. Uh, make it a nice one. And um, <laughs> we will see you next time. Thank you again to Omar Najam. Uh, support him on everything. Oh, and where can people find you online? You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter or the abandoned house next door. Yeah, where you're being very scary. Um, being very scary. <laughs> but I do give out jewelry. <laughs> Ooh, in that case, count me in. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.